have spoken, and they're saying they want Hello? more Hello? more years of douchebag. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, welcome guys back to EP3 with Emil Dorbao. Is that right? Yeah. Emil Dorbao, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Conversation I've been waiting for a while. We studied at uni for a very short period together until I left. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see where he is now, how he's thinking, what's up. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to start with a basic thing to introduce you to the audience and would be what are your top three hobbies? My top three hobbies? Hmm. Okay. Ooh. I like cooking. I like cooking. I think that's definitely up there. Um, cooking. You know, the graphic design. Um, and you know what? During lockdown, gardening. Gardening has definitely been up there in one of the hobbies that I have to, I have to put in That's the list. A new one. Is it therapeutic for you? Is that what it feels like? Do you know what it is? It is. It is. It's very therapeutic. And because of lockdown, we couldn't go out. And like the, the open space, like in the garden, that was the best. 100%. For, like, for mental stability. See, I didn't have that problem. I was away. I was in Lithuania. So, I mean, there, okay. the thing is, when you got nature everywhere, they, they just can't keep up with you. So, like, you're going everywhere you want. And obviously, lockdown, no lockdown. It wasn't like that in Lithuania. Here, you could still go out for one hour, though. You could, you could, you could. You but I think, yeah, I mean, like, the, the garden centres were open. And, like, you could go in there and get what you needed and then bring it back and sort out your garden. Do you know what I mean? So I did a little bit of gardening over that and I was happy with, you know, what we ended up doing in the garden and, and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, I think gardening definitely up there. Um, I've never heard you know, of I'm getting old now. You're getting, I'm getting old. old, so <laughs> I'm 20, I'm 20, but you know what I mean? Like when you turn in 21, July, next July. So I'm older. Yeah. <laughs> just to miss that to everyone okay so i'm gonna jump into university we yeah. trained together did you want to go to university at all like that i want to go back to six form times and sort of figure out what was your what was the thing between your parents what was your thoughts about it what was the whole idea i i personally wanted to go but i think my mom my mom definitely influenced like my choice to go she was you know, she went to uni, she had a great experience there. And I think she definitely um, encouraged it for me. And she's encouraging it for my brother too, even though he's a little bit more reluctant than I, I was when I was in sixth form. Um, but I knew that, you know, uni could, could be a valuable asset for my career, not just the degree, but the sort of people I meet at uni. Do you know what I mean? And, um, that's why I sort of decided to to take the bullet and go, um, but I knew that I wanted to stay. I wanted to stay in London. Yeah. That, that was definitely the the thing for me. I wanted to stay in London, and you know, and I, you know, I have some regrets about staying in London. Um, but I think going to uni was definitely definitely um, a decision made by myself and my mum, for sure. Okay, good. For me, the, the one point you picked on, which for me sort of stands out, is the, the connections as well. Like one of the premises behind this podcast is sort of building back the relationships I lost, but sort of left behind, but also want to like network myself out a bit because when you disappear for a while and you work with yourself, you have your small circle, but 
if you ever need to reach out anywhere for anything to collab, there's nothing there. And it's really difficult to move from there. But like, tell me, so what do you regret about staying in London? What was that specific? I think, I think staying in London, you, I, I'm staying at home. I think that's, I think that's probably, probably where, that's probably where the majority of, of what I'm saying sort of, you know, I, I think if I went in halls, it would have been a bit more, there would have been more of a social life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Than being at home. I think, I think that's definitely what it is, but living in London, you know, there's no point me going in and staying in a halls when I'm 40 minutes tube journey from, from the uni. Do you know what I mean? Otherwise I'd be paying 150 to 200 quid a week. Do you know what I mean? In, in accommodation, which I don't even need. So but do, I think, do you think you're, is the problem that when you go to uni, you literally go, then you go back home and there's not a lot of time you actually spend in the university itself. And you actually just rely solely on your house and what you have there. Like you have all the equipment, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I'm still debating whether I regret not staying at, staying at home or not. Do you know what I mean? I'm still debating whether I do. I think for the most part, for the most part, I, I don't regret it just because of the financial side of things yeah. and the stability of being at home. You see what I mean? Oh, you're, you're talking about being with your parents then as well, in a sense. Yeah. 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 yeah yeah exactly so you know as you've mentioned i've got everything at home you know i can come home i've got all my equipment i've got my setup up you know already set up for me you know what i mean so i can come home and i can do my work i think if i were to stay you know in accommodation i need to take a whole chunk of my life from home and put it there and it wouldn't make sense for me being in london do you know what i mean like it would be like a car journey or something like a small <laughs> car journey it wouldn't make sense you know but I think the, the sort of experience the uni experience I slightly did miss out on by staying at home I'd say you but know that, is that one of the things you think is like I look at sacrifice in the sense that okay me personally for anyone who knows me and who doesn't know me I don't drink I don't smoke I'm not that type of guy nor do I party so I don't yeah. do that. I per personally socialize go to a restaurant theater you know that's my type of way, maybe like sports. But for me, it seems like you want to have some of that party life, it sounds. You want to have... I'm the same as you. I'm the same as you. I don't drink, I don't smoke. You know, so... So I what, think makes it difficult? what makes it difficult for you to feel like... Um, I think, I think, do you know what it is? It's the sort of like, the sort of, especially living in halls where you're in such close proximity of, you know, your oh, friends. Do you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's that sort of experience, that sort of uni experience. Do you know what I mean? I, I and I think a bad experience with that though. Like uh, you know, NC really? NCS, yeah. I was lit. I was just about to mention NCS. I didn't do NCS. No. Do you know what I mean? So I saw. You're so lucky. Yeah. You're so lucky. Dude, really? I, I I literally I'd swear and cuss the hell out of it, but I'm just gonna refrain from it. I went to UEL, and we stayed in the accommodations i think for like three days if you ever just walk in there it's like a prison zone i'm saying everything is identical you move left the same thing is reflected on the other side i'm saying nothing's different you hear that okay let's say the location might not be so good you hear the aer airplanes uh, flying away but i'm saying the accommodations are and i went to cambridge university as well in and that was 
for me terrible a lot of things just don't add up like economically staying with your parents makes sense like in a sense you're saying you're missing that out I'm sort of also saying that I have to bear with my parents as well because I can't do some things but our choices in not being in the sense of that social life and that party life I don't feel we lose anything except for the part you might need to travel now to get there Mm-hmm. UNCS, you're good, you stayed away, man. I, I, look, I just can't, I don't even want to get into that, man. That was like... Uh, really, really. I think that that definitely was, you know, according to my mates back in, back in school and sixth form, that was their sort of like ease into the uni life. Do you know what I mean? Because it was around sixth form, sixth form time, I think. And I think sort of I was... That life. Yeah, I was first year of sixth form, I think, and and but every, there was only two of us from that year, and then everyone else was younger. And I'm I'm, I'm saying there were some moments I might have enjoyed. Um, like we went hiking, we slept in tents, but everything else just like was cringe for me, and I just couldn't. The the people, the just <laughs> everything, I just couldn't bear with it. And and that again comes with universities, or well. maybe the overwhelming amount of people there and just that knowing that I have to like go filter through so many people to acknowledge who I actually get along with well like obviously we get to know someone with some positives and negatives but you want to get gain something from each other in a sense like you enjoy the time you spend together definitely and, and I can't that's that's one of the reasons I left uni as well because I just I couldn't I didn't see a lot of people using their time well and I just was, I was just getting frustrated. So, but tell me, so it's the end, it's last year now, right? Final year, final, final year. year. Tell yeah. me, what's it like? What's it like? Has it changed a lot? Is it very, um, like, does it ask a lot from you, sense of work? Yeah, yeah, I, I'd say like, I'd say the virus definitely, definitely changed the whole model. Like it, it changed everything, hundred percent, and I think that wasn't really helpful. You know, I mean, for the final year, it wasn't really the best time for it to come in, because um, obviously this is the grade that that counts. You know, this is what I'm going to be, you know, taking with me. Yeah. This this is the grade, you know, and I think the virus definitely came in and changed the whole, you know, the whole. The, How did it change? Working at home working at home like literally I take I took it for granted going into uni yeah. I took it for granted but being forced to stay at home and do all do the work you know what they did do which I do respect is they actually did cater for the situation they did like um you know sort of like take into account so we didn't have to print certain materials because we couldn't do you know what I mean and that sort of eased work at home but I think it's the I think the whole mental side of it was definitely the biggest part, the biggest difficulty mm-hmm. of the, like third year. I mean, you would, I'd say it's quite a good transition to the fact that I don't know what's your idea after uni. Are you going to be self-employed? Are you going to go work for an uh, advertising agency yeah, or whatever? I feel like the fact, let's, let's put in the direction of being self-employed. I feel you learn to work with yourself and you're managing your time based off your own schedule and you're, you're doing client work. It might get lonely, but then you can arrange for time to go meet other people. So it might have prepared you for that, but obviously during Maybe. Work, yeah, you meet with other yeah. people. Definitely, definitely. I mean, I've always been 
I've always done my freelance. I've done that for, you know, like I started off doing that when I was when I was younger, you know, and and um, I still do it, you know, on the side from uni. But I think definitely you're right in the sense that it has prepared me for something much bigger. I, I completely agree. But I think obviously during the time of the virus, people were financially struggling. So people had their financial struggles. So you I was on and off work. Sorry? Well, you didn't get furloughed, no? No, no. Because I'm just working yeah. as a freelancer. Yeah. So anyone that was a freelancer or anyone that had their own businesses were, you know, during lockdown, it wasn't a good time for them because they. I don't think they could have got furloughed. Did you try... Because I think they did this, they gave money out to small businesses. Did you take it up on No, no, I didn't really look into it because uh, I do it so loosely. Do you know what I mean? It's like a job here and there, it's not you know something I rely on. Do you know what I mean? What because for me, when, when I was in sixth form, I didn't want to do the work, I wanted to do as much more client work and as much more work that could not in, just maybe because I was so attached to money back then. But if I want to get paid, like I want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to build my client base and you're telling me I need to do this and this ain't added up. What's your priority now being in university? Is it the, the university, the work? Is it the client work? How are you managing that and, and all of the work? Do you know what, do you know what, Thomas? I should be saying uni. <laughs> <laughs> I should be saying uni, but that, for me, building the brand. Building the brand. That That's what I want to do. That's what I'm focusing on now. Do you know what I mean? And my uni teachers would kill me, you know, but like, I'm, I'm not really put, like, I'm going to be brutally honest. I'm not really putting my all into my uni work. Yeah, that's good. And that's what I want. I want to hear your, cause I'm going to challenge you later on and I'm going yeah, yeah, yeah. to hear your honesty in a sense. Yeah. 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 Is it, cause that's the thing, you know, it's debate, but you're still doing work that's relatable. Like, okay. Any personal work you do for people, can that, any way be moved into the university work absolutely absolutely a hundred percent hundred percent it's it's definitely helped me hundred percent i think i wouldn't be as relaxed as i am now with my uni if i didn't do what i do on the side do you know what i mean i don't think i would because there are aspects of the freelance work and the client work which tie so well with my uni stuff do you know what i mean and I think if I didn't have that, I'd, I'd be screwed for, for uni. What's the, be... What's the brief you're doing now? Right now it's self-initiated. So I can I can pick whatever I want to do. Okay. I can so choose. I huh? What did you choose? I basically I I was I was very confused about the whole thing. I wasn't sure about how it worked or whatever. So I had to pick something quite quickly. So I decided to do um children's book illustrations mm -hmm. but then i sort of you see i tied this in with what i originally what i'd use to build my brand which would be instagram content you yeah. see what i'm saying so like for example if you look on my page there'll be like a lot of animal il illustrations okay yeah what i sort of did was i sort of tied that in with my uni project so that i could use those illustrations or use that concept to to bring it into my uni and ease the workload you see what i'm saying so you're using your Instagram work for your university, which would not that uh, teachers would kill me. I'm not. I'm not doing that. It makes so much sense, though. Yeah, I'd, I'd really. 
I'd, if it were me, be personally, I'd prioritize that and then filter the work into uni and just fill yeah. in the gaps. But yeah. making sure that that's the highest quality because you'll be getting paid from that maybe or or building your brand in that same sense, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think, that's, is it, do you think uni lacks business integration? I think right now they are they are expecting us to research um, studios and and like design labs who who are working in like a uh, in like a core. One second, you're gonna have to re repeat. You went glitchy. Cooperative way, but I don't know whether they're actually. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but you glitched out for a bit. For one second, you're, you're frozen a bit, but it should come back. Say something. No. Okay, cool. cool. Sorry uh, about that. Yeah. Oh, okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can hear you, but... Can you hear me? Lovely. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool. Um, I'd say right now, they, they, they are... This sort of project involves business incorporation with what we're doing do you know what i mean so i'm having to research like business practices within children's illustrations and sort of find out more about it but they're not really expecting us to look into the the economics of it and the sort of like financial you know financial side of things um it's more the the way these designers work and and how you know they you know their techniques and, and practices yeah i want to i want to pick up on so first year we all came in what's the progress like for the other students that that lacked the understanding of design there was maybe it was their first time ever seeing design or graphic work what's their progress like i think i think slowly everyone's finding their their feet i think people are slowly discovering what they want to do um and and they're sort of working out where they fit in the industry do you know what i mean i think they i think everyone i think that that was the whole thing like at the beginning in year one people didn't have a clue you know what they wanted to do and i think year three i think people are really trying and and really figuring out where they are mm -hmm. you know in the and where they want to take their career i think year three is a vital year definitely and i think people are definitely doing that right now Did anyone uh, take a placement yet lots of people yeah yeah it's called DP, yeah, dps a lot of people are doing a year out and then they're coming back what um, like to, some people are taking a year out just as a year out or they're actually taking place year, year in the industry a year in the industry so they'll be going out they'll be working in a studio or in a, in a you know design environment and then they'll come back a year later and then and then do year three why didn't you choose why didn't you choose what did you choose uh -huh. I didn't, I didn't, I, one, I wanted to get uni over and done with, <laughs> and two, I, I, um, I, I, I kind of want to, I want to do that after uni, do you know what I mean? I, I didn't really, I didn't really, I didn't really, it was, it didn't really interest me, do you yeah, know what I mean? That's for you. And like, yeah, it didn't really interest me, uh, you know, it works for some people, I think for, the people that ended up doing it, I think they, you know, maybe needed that that extra push 
and they needed that not not push but like they needed that 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 um they needed to know more about the industry before they could take the third year and you know finish that off do you know polish it yeah. um i think they really needed to understand the industry more and like for me i didn't really want to waste time doing that i sort of want to finish off my uni and then do that do you know yeah. what i mean so you want to work for a company or you want to be self-employed the end goal self-employment okay. the end goal self-employment but like right after uni i'm, I'm yeah you're gonna work, work for a company first, build your experience and then build the client base and then sort of that's it that's it i want to i want to find out exactly what it takes to 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 run a design agency i want to go to you know an established agency i want to pick up on everything that they do everything that works and i want to replicate that in the future when i eventually do when i want my goal is to set up you want a, um, a design agency you want to manage um your own work on the side whilst working for them your own client work definitely 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 100% i'm definitely going to keep keep that up yeah because i think at the end of the day i think for us designers i think one of the most important things is building on building ourselves you know we 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 need to build a portfolio we need to put our work out there you know we need to build experience on the industry do you know what i mean because every part of that builds us you know as people yeah. you know as designers you know what i mean it, it just makes us that much more valuable to someone do you know what i mean it's like the same way if you know a client comes to you why are they picking you over the next person you know, you've worked, you've done work for this person. Therefore, that client might be like, okay, I want to go with you, Domus. I want to go with you because you've worked for Adidas or, you know, whoever. You've done a freelance job for them. That was one of the challenges for me is to accept the fact that you can get recognition in the design world without working for a superior brand. I, I, I agree with that idea. Do you, what's your opinion? Sorry, say that again. What's, what's your idea? So you need to gain experience. You have to work for established companies. You need to have work done for superior brands, for example. But do you need that recognition to stand out as a designer? Do you really need to go through that process? Or can you push your work through personal development, working with clients and pushing the best quality out there yourself? De I, I, I'd say the, the latter, definitely. I think... I think they're, they're both good in their own ways. Do you know what I mean? I think if you work for big, big, well-known clients, um, that brings, you know, recognition and that, that brings sort of valid, validity in itself. But then I think that if you sort of work on, um, if you sort of work with smaller businesses and, and sort of like produce quality work for yourself, you know, for, for example, Instagram content, high quality illustrations i think that works in a very similar way do you know what i mean i think they're both very very valuable and in, in, you know for themselves. Me, both of them would be appropriate and for me maybe it's just my mindset of always doing things my way and, and yeah way yeah that, but i sort of recognize that within myself that i see my route and like everyone has their viewpoints they want to stick with them and it's that choice of choosing um but talking about value and and your and the work how much 
what's the most you've been paid for your work? And if you want to disclose that, because there was a post on Instagram in which you said, know your worth and you are flexing your money. So I'm really interested to see how, what, what, what the prices you are charging and what's, how's that? I think, I think I will keep, I will keep the most, <laughs> you know, d disclosed. I think right, right now, I think my goal isn't, isn't money. Yeah. yeah. I think, I don't think my goal will ever be money. I don't think it will. I think I'm, I'm saying that. I'm saying that now, and I've I've always I've always said that. I had you know, since I started designing when I was when I started designing when I was like you know 11, learning Photoshop on YouTube. And and you know when I got my first clients, it was never ever the money. It wasn't the money. The money was a bonus. The yeah. money taught me about the client and how how the client respected me as a designer i think that's for me that's what money means i think it's the 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 client's appreciation and and it's the client sort of like how much they think you're worth as, as a designer do you know what i mean yeah. i think i think money's not really my my will ever be my goal and, and do you what, know what i mean what swayed like, because for me, for example, I like that understanding. I like the gratitude. I like the understanding of the monetary value, how it should be worked with, what's the worth of money and how it should be used. What do you think led you to having that understanding from the very beginning? I, I think I think it was more the fact that... Um, good question. Um, <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't think I've ever been money driven. I think even when I was younger, it wasn't really, it wasn't really money. I wasn't really working for pocket money. You know what I mean? I think pocket money was nice, but pocket money allowed me to do things that that was the goal. What I did with the pocket money was the goal. Do you know what I mean? The pocket money wasn't the goal, you know, and if I could get to that place without needing, needing the pocket money, then I would, and I'd be happy. You think do you know what I mean? parents had any impact on the way definitely 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 like I, I was raised in a very money isn't everything you know situ you know childhood like we money wasn't always there yeah. you know money wasn't handed on a golden plate but i still had the most incredible childhood do you know what i mean and i think yeah. that that's but you're not competitive either from from my personal view you're quite neutral in the way you work you, you acknowledge others you approve of them you're not competing you're just with yourself in your lane and and that when i was in uni and that transition from sixth form where i was just going crazy with the artwork and graphics where i can just trying to get the best grades the best grades and then moving into uni i just like i don't know i don't say me dropping uni was a bad choice ever and, and I'm happy where I am because it was my choice. Yeah, good, I've good. managed that to the point where I, I, I'm not regretting it anyway. And plus, good. I feel really bad for everyone who's at uni right now and paying the, the full tuition fee for which they should be paying like half maybe or even less because it's an online course now. So yeah. that's <laughs> like, what's your viewpoint? They're still paying the same amount. Yeah, I mean, look... Uh, I don't know what to say. I mean, I'm being robbed, but <laughs> you know, I'm being I'm being robbed robbed uh, point blank. So uh, I want to know 
so what was tell me what was the best experience about uni and the worst experience oh best experience definitely meeting people 100 i met some incredible people at uni people that i'm going to take with me throughout my career you know i hope to work with people that i hope to collab with people that i hope to you know travel with i've, I've met some really incredible people and i think yeah the financial side is is um is definitely detrimental and i think it's it's going to be a long lasting thing but i think for me i think the people that i met have have definite are definitely worth that do you know what i mean yeah. would i have met these sort of would i have met these incredible people if i didn't pay that money do you know what i mean you could argue that i could have met these people elsewhere you know what i mean i could have met these type of people in another setting you know i could have gone straight into work and met these same people do you know what I mean? But I think I wouldn't. I wouldn't want anything else. I wouldn't want anything else. I can. I can summarize your university as a positive, positive endeavor, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, I'd say so. As aside from aside from the money, you, you could definitely say that. Yeah. Okay. You could so definitely say that. I was gonna. I was gonna ask you what was, what's the difficult difficult part what's the most difficult part about being a graphic designer what was what do you think part of that should be or is the most difficult thing the most difficult part of being a graphic designer oh i i think definitely definitely building your brand definitely building your brand you have to do the right things you can't there's no shortcuts there's no shortcuts because of how saturated the market is as well, you have to stand out. You can't, you, you, there's no cutting corners. You have to, you know, you have to put hours and hours and years of work into getting somewhere. Do you know what I mean? You can't, can't skip corners. Absolutely not. Absolutely so not. You're, so is there any specific plan in the way you approach that? Uh, work from ground up, you know, sort of, if you're starting as a graphic designer, you have to acknowledge that it's going to take years and years and years to build yourself. But that shouldn't, that should not at all um, put you off doing it because it's an incredibly rewarding job. Do you know what I mean? You know, you could, you could be sitting on a beach and you could be making money. Do you know what I mean? Um, and, and enjoying life. I think that's the beauty of being a freelance graphic designer. You know, you sort of work, you know, you you do the work wherever you want as long as you've got a laptop as long as you've got internet i actually forgot about the fact that whilst being self-employed and you, you can have you can choose the location you want to be in the same way like i chose trading for that same reason that's it yeah you're, you're trading yeah yeah, yeah. I, couldn't, I just couldn't self-realize myself being there and creating and and i just found creating back then a burden and now when i'm creating for the podcast and stuff I'm just find, finding that flow again, which I always had. Like, I've never lost any of the skill. It's just there. So it's just like, I've done so much of it. It's just stuck. But it's, it's cool because I can see that. I remember being in Victoria Park once and I saw a guy doodling and drawing and, and I can imagine that was for commission work and it was really good. And and that process, I can see you being there. That's 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 possible, yeah. What, uh, in Victoria Park, doodling? <laughs> everywhere, wherever you want to be. <laughs> Where would you want to be? 
well like what what specific place like what what's your top top destination in the sense of you're self-employed now where do you want to go and you want to stay there for a couple months what's the what's that destination it's a good question i'd say i'd say for me south africa okay that's actually south africa animals people food culture surfing no surfing maybe 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 (laughs) Yeah, I, can't, I mean, I can't take the laptop, so maybe not, but um, yeah. <laughs> no, I forgot about that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, S- South Africa or Australia, New Zealand. I just, I, I've got a soft spot for those countries, for sure. Not bad. Yeah. I'm going to challenge. What about you? Me? Oh, actually, yeah, cool. Um, I don't know why, but I'm stuck in that New York hustle vibe. I don't know why. I need to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. about manhattan and then i need to i don't know why i want to see what australia is like i want to see what iceland's like i want to see those top countries obviously i want to travel around europe but like if i was yeah yeah settle down for a bit even bali like bali i don't know what it is oh yeah 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 i've been seeing like like the villas the 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 food the fresh food the fruits everything there that sort of lifestyle i feel like that might be a period of time where i want to be and i don't think i'll definitely i want to get that tan as well so (laughs) (laughs) okay so let me let me move into challenging um so okay week by so actually let's start before i challenge you in a sense i need to know what you do what's your schedule like what's your day today tell me like the whole week day-to-day schedule uh right so i think uh, i'll talk about this later i'll talk about it later but let's talk about my schedule yeah. um wake up 40 7 40 wake up 7:40. eat break eat breakfast number one 7 40 wake up eat breakfast number one do some exercise and then I eat breakfast number two and then I do my work do my uni work you know you have to have a pre-workout and that um and then I do my exercise and then I sorry I've done my exercise have breakfast number two do my uni work or whatever work freelance work whatever take a break um have lunch do more work uh and then do more work until evening, yeah. have dinner, watch YouTube, go to bed. Okay. Yeah. How much, how many hours do you think you study a day? Or work in a sense? Uh, six to eight hours. And that'd be six hours. This graphic work takes quite a while, it's quite consuming. If you yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is, but then you don't see the time go. You don't see the time go because I've got, because I've got YouTube on one screen because I've got two monitors, YouTube on one, (laughs) it's on the other. Do you know what I mean? So once you've got that, once you've got both of those on, time goes. Time is not a thing. Time just, you know, you click, you. That's it, that's it, that's fine. Sorry, Quentin. Yeah. Um, Sorry? Uh, no, basically, I'm listening for it. It's all fine. Basically, I want to say that while, whilst you're designing, you're able to actually like just draw while like sort of listening to something. Like whilst like yeah, yeah, it's so difficult to do that. You can't 
have YouTube on. So like when I come to theory of trading, I just can't have anything on. Like I might have some silent music on and that's it. But I miss that ability to like listen to whatever, watch whatever you want and still do work as a designer. That's yeah. Like, but, yeah. Okay, okay, so Monday to Friday you're like that, yeah? Or is it throughout the whole week? What's your weekend like? Saturday. Saturday as well. Saturday. Um, and then Sunday day off. Well, full day off, yeah. You know, just some time to sort of yeah. day off. I mean freelance work. Yeah. Which I enjoy anyway. Do you know what I mean? Okay. But so apart apart from that. Now jumping in time because I'm interested. So how much work if the amount of work you do now, is it a lot? Uni work or, or client work? Is that a lot of work? Everything. I'd say uni is definitely dominating it, which it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But right now, I'd say I've got a lot of work on my plate. And that's purely because I, I've definitely been relaxing. I've definitely been relaxing. I haven't taken it as serious as I should have. And I've got a deadline in two weeks. So I obviously need to, you know, get, get there and, and sort out my work and, you know. Uh, so right now, this moment in time, I do. I've got a lot of work. So, but, okay, so you got a lot of work. You're not doing as much work. You know you can do more. Yes. The tone you're setting, the work. Now, can you do more than the work you're setting yourself for? Even more, stretching it even more. Yeah, I could. Yeah. So. I could, I could. Yeah. So what about. I could do that. What about that rest day? Can you eliminate that rest day and integrate rest in a different way? Do you know what? Do you know what it is though? For me, I think it's that balance. Yeah. I need to find that balance because what I'll find is if I overwork myself, yeah. I won't work the next day, or I'll be too tired to work the next day, yeah, and then that will be a whole next day lost. You see what I'm saying? And then the day after, I'd work again, overwork myself, but then I'd not do the next day so then it would it would equate to less work than if i did a little bit here and there do you know what i mean so you found enjoyable tolerable you found again you found your middle point sort of uh where yeah yeah definitely i mean i need i need to speed up i need to speed up now i've got two weeks and i you know i'm i'm not where where i need to be anyway um but you know i i've definitely sped up and I'm, i'm at a good balance point where I know that I you know I know what I need to do um and when I need to do it for do you know what I mean so I'm not stressing because what I think one of the biggest I think one of the biggest demotivators um is definitely stress and I'm not just speaking for myself I'm speaking for everyone I think when people try and overwork themselves to try and accomplish a goal stress and overworking themselves puts them at a much worse place than than if they didn't stress and overwork themselves does that make sense okay, but what so say if you what are you stressed about specifically i'd say oh okay setting myself a goal for the day and not doing it because i've set my i've set the goal too high <laughs> and i don't end up doing it and then you, you, you hurt yourself for that. You mentally hurt yourself. For that's that. what I'm saying. I'm mentally, I'm mentally. Okay. And, I, and, and then I'm, I'm incapable of doing things. Do you know what I mean? Because I couldn't set the goal. I couldn't accomplish the goal I set myself. And that does something to you mentally. You, you have a schedule, I presume then, yeah? Just 
Yeah. So, yeah. so, so yeah. the same way I do as well. Maybe you think that might help you. You got Idris Elba and there was a conversation I was listening and he said, set the barriers as high as you can and don't be scared not to reach for them, not be able to reach for them. You know, you might fall slightly. There might be days where you're more productive, less productive. It might sort of pursue currently. I don't have any rest day. Like, because purely everything I'm doing is everything I enjoy to do, right? I mean, I was away for a month and I mean, damn, I didn't do nothing for a month. Like my laptop crashed, everything. So I'm, I'm mentally now coping with the idea I'm not doing nothing. And that's like my nightmare. So like the things I found is like working out, I mean, stretching, you know, and then going to like managing the podcast and managing my trading studies, obviously prioritizing trading as a must. And if anything, dropping the podcast, like there's these things that I would do just for that specific pursuit. But like that part of me working out, man, that could include me going outside for like four hours, you know, with my parents running the park, having a lunch or brunch. Um, and and that's 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 way I relax, you know. And and I look at it as sacrifice. Yeah, maybe once a month I might meet with one friend, and then the next month that's how I rotate. But I don't think you should hit yourself that hard, like because especially it's design work. I mean, there's those days where like you feel you're you're in that creative mode, you're that you got the flow, you you can create, and then you hit that barrier, which yes, you're trying to break past, but it's so much harder to like balance because you know you got a book to study you can just keep studying and then come back to it again if you didn't you don't know how to do but now you have a deadline and you're trying to manage your ability to work but don't don't kill yourself for that i think i'm just i'm just curious yeah yeah yeah. i'm just very interested in how how to make you more productive and in which format are you Mm. procrastinating a lot i am i am I am, but I think one of the most important things, you know, which you brought up is just enjoying yourself. Yeah. I think if you don't enjoy yourself, you're going to be less productive than, than you know, if you did. Do you know what I mean? So as you said, like, I think that's an incredibly, incredibly valid and valuable point you, you brought up about, you know, sacrifice. Yeah. Is it really sacrifice? Because you're doing something which, 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 enhances your ability to do what you need to do do you know if you didn't do that sacrifice would you have been able to do you you know achieve that goal do you see what i mean so is it actually a sacrifice for me it's it's just weird because like i i obviously try overcrowd myself every day with like probably the same thing over and over again but I've come into this point where I just don't feel like work anymore. Like, I mean, you hit that barrier where you just sort of click and you're past it. Like you're, I feel like, you know, like you ever listen to Elon Musk and he just doesn't sleep and you're like, <laughs> how, the, how would you do that? Like, that's where I'm at. I'm like thinking, I'm going to give myself the amount of sleep I need, eight hours minimum. I'm going to work. I'm going to work out. I'm going to do everything needed by balance in a way. And I'm not going to say, like, the reason why I'm saying for your rest day, it's interesting. Like, now you're what you're doing is you're reducing that one day of work in a sense which you could spread over seven days, not six. No, you're so right. You're doing you're right. Work every you're day. right. And, and mentally, that means right. I'm, not at, I'm not there that long. So in that moment, actually, you might do more, like, because there's some days are just like that. You know, you might flip and you want to do more. Some days you might do less, but I feel like it starts compensating for it. 
in yeah. the long term. So that's why I said, like, let's say, for example, let me t tell me where are you more productive, morning or evening? Morning. 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 Okay, so. Morning, I'd say. Morning, I'd say. Yeah. Let's say it's a Sunday and it's your rest day, but you wake up two hours earlier before your parents wake up or even three hours and you, you put some work in and give the rest of your day like rest. Doesn't that seem more productive and enjoyable? Just from like one one way of looking at it. Yeah, definitely. Because I'm not, I'm not against for the rest. I, I think I'm just challenging you in the idea of yeah. pushing yourself even more. Because no, I can I can I agree. I agree. Because I want definitely. You know, I think like, I speak with here. Like I aim for you guys to like reach high and and work your asses off. And in that sense of a sacrifice, I mean, like, you're going to have to put in so much work that you might not see your family as much or you might not have as much fun. But that's the whole idea. Because yeah. later on, it'll pay off in your brand, it'll pay in, in your craft, and then you can pursue those things that you wanted to. But my concern is putting you back onto that grind, making sure that you're focused and, and you're not slacking as much because now you're trying to okay i'm interested how many, how much do you read as well what's what's your reading none you no 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 non-existent non-existent uh, what about inf do you watch youtube or any information that solely relies on personal building a lot of podcasts yeah i do listen to a lot of podcasts yeah i think they're very very valuable definitely it's just interesting you know obviously i can't say one way and you're gonna have to do it it's, it's your independent journey and it's me providing the ideas but i remember when being in university with you and seeing your work and and seeing some of your work on instagram there is a huge potential for which the fact that you're slowing down i feel you putting that excuse that I might get tired and I might get that block is sort of holding you back. And I don't, I don't know if you've pushed that barrier. Have you pushed that barrier? Yeah. Yeah. I'm put, I'm pushing it. I'm pushing it. Okay. So yeah. you're experimenting with that, which is good. That, that's yeah. the idea. If you're not following through on those, see, I feel like for me in, in a way, the way I work, I'm not going to mention your way because I don't know the way you do your stuff, but over the time of me pushing myself to limits and falling back and you know dropping back because i might have exhausted myself too much i've come to the point where i don't exhaust for a while and then if i need a break it's just a day or two days and i'm back because in those two days i get angry because i'm not doing the work and it's sort of that flip on the switch like you have to i don't know aggravate yourself get yourself angry like hulk or something then you sort of just gotta push through it and, and I don't know, like whether you want to incorporate that or try that with yourself. I just know that you need to get a top grades from university, stand out from everyone, you know, make sure you got the work going on side of your Instagram, um, everything. And, and that's managing it is quite difficult in a sense. But tell me what's what's holding you back now? Like holding me back. I'd say right right now the uni work. Right now the uni work. Apart from that, I'm. But what's, you know, what's what's is it is it difficult? Or is it just not interesting? Is it... It's interesting. It's in, don't get me wrong. It's interesting. I mean, I've picked the the thing, so I picked something which, you know, I'm I'm gonna find interesting. But it's the monotonous 
of the of the work do you know what i mean it's it's the sort of like writing 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 do you, do you know what i mean yeah do you remember when we did the uh, visual summaries in, in year one? Oh my i don't even when you did you know you did the catalog where we we went out to london and took those photos of the buildings and then you did that that book with all the writing that's calm that. that was really calm i'm talking about I don't know what to do. other stuff like they told us to do like the exams read the book and write about the book i i really understand oh, no. this a bit now. thankfully we don't have any of that this no. year it's actually enough. really good and I, i'm i'm just disappointed with the choice of books maybe like the the fact that they refrain you to one type of book it makes you all the same in a way even though there are different yeah. interpretations i just don't like that because it wasn't your choice or interest so that's what makes people not enjoy the book itself but that catalog thing, I mean, that's just a bit of waffle. But when they ask you to like <laughs> write like 500 words for this and that and make sure you're blogging, I'm like, yeah, I don't, yeah. I'm trying to design. Why are you putting my priority on writing? You know? Right. Well, I mean, we've got a, a 10,000 word essay to write um, for February. So <laughs> we, we've got, yeah, that's also another thing. Huh? About what? What would it be about? So, Again, we're, we've got free roam of that. We're allowed to write whatever we, you know, whatever we want. We've got time so to I've chosen. Sorry? We've got a lot of time till February. Yeah, I've got, I've got enough time. I've got enough time. I mean, my, my, um, my discussion is about um, whether aquariums, like the public aquariums, whether they, they promote environmentally responsible behavior. And I find that personally quite interesting. And, you know, reading up, that's probably the most reading I've done in, in this. <laughs> um, looking up, you know, reading all these scientific studies and, and reading all this data mm. about like human nature connectedness and, and how like that is just something so biologically ingrained into us, you know, and it's something we don't, we don't really think about, you know, it, it, we don't really think about it in our day to day lives. Sorry? Have you started it? I have, I have. So yeah. I've been doing a lot of... I've had to submit 3K words um, last week. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm taking a break from that right now and I'm focusing on my other project. Yeah. Um, but I need to pick that up soon. But yeah, that's enjoyable. I, I'm, I'm enjoying that, just not really yeah. writing that much. Like you really stand for especially like because we're seeing a lot of your instagram work based off like uh working for the bee society and you know you're like doing volunteering for that thing and that's really going to build your brand because it shows who you are as a character and and i like yeah but it's it's, it's like it's what i enjoy you know it's, it's what i enjoy and it's, it's something i've always wanted to do since i was a child i think you know like especially when I was younger, like looking at these adverts on, on TV, you know, support this charity. Uh, snow leopards are, are becoming an endangered species in this, you know, pay this money. And that always hit me hard as a child because I was like, okay, I don't have enough money. I don't want to see these animals die. You know what I mean? And I think the older I got, the more I realized that, yeah, money is an incredibly important asset, especially when it comes to wildlife conservation. It's one of the most important assets but i think another important asset is ourselves and what we can do you know our skill sets you know we're designers we can create things to change the world 
that's what designers do we we're given a problem and we work to solve that problem do you know what i mean so why can't we use design to help save a species why can't we use design to contribute towards wildlife conservation but the problem i feel would rely on solely the people and I, that's that's the interesting part how do you educate the people to be self-aware and like because we all have actions which have reactions and a lot of people are inconsiderate of what they do the poachers a lot of people but i don't think they're educated nor do they have the privilege in life they don't have a choice i think so that's their actions that's what leads them to that yeah. so it's thinking 100 we want equality throughout the world from from a basis of countries of being able to do that make a living feel safe you know and then that should translate eventually into conservation of things. But I feel like that's not a priority. We're not, I don't see that happening or happening any quick. You know, we're capitalists and we want more and we're building our countries. But could we sort of all combine our efforts to help the, the underlying of other countries and, you know, push their economic growth? But then would everyone be competing for something again? There's so many. Yeah, it's, it's very complicated. Very complicated. So unless you get like a, a billionaire like Jeff Bezos under you right now, and and he he's solely like you, passionate about his thing, that problem would be solved, probably most likely. I mean, he'd he'd find ways. I mean, look at Amazon itself. Like, but you need, like, everyone needs to stand for it. Like, just like uh, uh, Black Lives Matter, we stood for it. It's like another thing where like. It just has to keep on going every day. Yeah, yeah. We got Brexit right now. Who cares if we're in Europe or not in Europe? And then again, we don't know nothing about the government or the policies or how everything operates. We just live in and we see problems, and we want them to be sorted. So it's absolutely very complicated. And but I really want that to be pushed. What you said, because I feel bad for the leopards as well. Like I mean. There was an animal recently that was already extinct, and and even the rhinos are close to extinction, and and it's terrible. It is, it's ter- it's terrible, it's terrible. Like that's the thing. I think, as you said, like earlier, you know, poachers, that's their way of life. You know, I think you, a few years ago, I used to have absolute hatred towards poachers. You know, like I I really thought they were di- disgusting people, and yeah, they are. You know. But can I blame them? Am I someone living in poverty in one of these third world countries having to feed my family? You know, this is just a job given to those sort of people by a higher position. You know, we need to tackle that higher position. That's what we need to do. And we need to provide jobs in animal conservation to those people that need it. So that person needing to feed their family doesn't get offered a job by, you know, a high position to be a poacher. They got offered a job by a high position to be a protector, yeah. you know, to be a ranger, to be a to be a vet. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what we need to really focus on. Have you seen the other side of poachers though? Because there's an interesting one. Uh, recently, um, my dad sent photos of uh, other family friends, and and there's actually a thing where, because like for example, deer they spread quite quick. Um, you're legally allowed in certain places to pay for the deer and go hunt it because you're yeah, yeah. an amount of them like that's fine you know and the hunting ducks in a sense like if it's maintained it's i don't know if it's ethical but at least maybe the death is a bit 
quicker than yeah, you know yeah yeah like i think my my position on that is is you know for example with the deer the deer we especially in the uk we wiped off all the wolves we wiped off all the bears we wiped off all the lynx so there is no predators for these deer um so we need to naturally cull them you know to keep the population down otherwise they will eat native flowers and and wipe out flowers species and, and plant species do you know what i mean uh, and then that's another thing for us to do with so we need to we need to keep the population down because we don't they don't have predators here. that i don't have a problem with what i do have a problem with is you know western western you know like people with money going over to africa especially africa south africa the big five and going and shooting these animals and paying you know to shoot these animals illegally in you know in these in these reserves which are meant to protect the animals you know i think that's i think that's really 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 unfair and i think that's something we need to really focus on i don't think they you know there's arguments about how they contribute towards conservation do they because they really they want to aim for the alpha animal yeah. the animal that is supposed to carry on the genes to you know upkeep the species you know the alpha the alpha lion you know the alpha leopard the alpha you know whatever that strong animal that dominant animal is there to you know carry on the species to provide genes for strong offspring now if someone goes there and pays money to shoot the animal we could be we could you know do you see what i'm saying because that's the thing those people who are providing that sense they don't have any other choice but it's it all comes from the fact that when they're born the the way they're up they're, they're brought up as a family who brought them up what's the conditions like what's the education like they had no education so where did they go they either choose the good or the wrong they might go to gangs then they might find the legal contraband and and it keeps cascading into that and and this this i mean i think zoos are helping but then again it's bad because you have them locked up I'm yeah like, yeah the people i really love watching from the converse, converse uh, conservation of the animals is Tarzan and you got the other guy who, who uh, real Tarzan, yeah. yeah. Tarzan and the other yeah, guy yeah. who has lions, and he has a lot of them, and he's he got hyenas as well, and he's like yeah, black jaguar or something. Is Tarzan, that the one? He's got like uh, bleached hair right now. I think I think he had bleached hair anyway. I don't know. There's I, I presume there's a few of them. Okay. But, but that's that's good to see. Like at least yeah. that's, that's an interesting thing to watch as well. Like on YouTube, like that actually catches my eye, which. Definitely. What are your views on, on zoos and aquariums? On zoos, I'd say have a zoo, but you need to expand the space. I mean, they need to feel like they're free. They have literally as much space as they need to, to do the things that they were born for, you know, to sort of live. Um, maybe, yes, we won't have that sightseeing effect that we have now in the zoos, but I, I honestly don't think we should care about that. I think it's conserving them more. It's always a blessing to see them to see that the actual like because you know we're born into something we've never seen these animals we see them into real life and we really know what life was like before civilization right now um i really don't like when they hold sea life like in such small containers especially like you got these uh sea lions as well they just got like 
cubes like polar bears as well, penguins. They, there's, there's, there's such a small place. I don't know what to say, but they need to expand on that. And there's a recently on the news about closing down. Um, if they, if in Lithuania, in Playpilla specifically, if they don't change amendments and increase space for the animals to 500 acres from wherever they're doing now, and there's sort of requirements which you could look into. I, I was just listening to it on the news yesterday. Um, then again, they'd close them down, and that again happens. No way. Where does the animals go? And and but how do you improve that? Because you know they're setting the limit so high that you need to do it so quickly. It's impossible to do in that time. Yes, we can expand, but you know even again, Lithuania isn't economically as highly developed, but it's better than some underlying other countries. And it's interesting to see that they're still tackling this. Is good, but should we really like? Should we really have zoos? It's, it's something to play like it's it's literally for entertainment as as a point of view um but i don't know then again it was part of the process which led us to being here if we didn't do that we wouldn't be sort of safe in our environments now so the species we the dominant species we're ruling right now and i think we should move away from that now we've we figured it out practically haven't we yeah 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 absolutely <laughs> yeah yeah interesting interesting no, it's, it's good it's good um tell me a favorite quote and why a favorite quote oh um I, I can't remember any any quotes at the top at the top of my head but i think some of my favorite quotes do come from sir david attenborough um, and Steve Owen. Uh, I, I can't name, I can't say anything right now. But you have them, you rely on I've got them. I've got, I've relied, yeah. I definitely take a lot of inspiration from the things. Do you journal? Said. No, no. no. Would you want to do that? I, I journal, yeah. Quite a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, I think about it in a way like, okay, so. I'm, I'm studying, I'm doing this, I might have psychological things that I'm coping with. Um, and what happens is then when you're writing it down, you're discussing it. So podcast, what, what's so great about me and you having a conversation is that subconsciously, you're going to actually figure out some few problems that you need to fix through conversation. And it's as simple as having that talk whether it's written, whether it's you speaking to the computer and you're recording yourself, whether having us a conversation, it will solve those problems which you cannot figure out. It will click. Absolutely. So me Absolutely. having my conversations with my mentor, it has led me to the podcast. It's led me to other things. It's led me to recording myself and evaluations. It's led me to writing evaluations every day and I can't not do it. Like me being away... And, and seeing what I can't do and where I'm going and sort of like ripping everything away from myself. I knew that this is the lifestyle I want to pursue. Good, like, good. You need to start journaling in a sense. It will make you self-aware where you are, who you are, okay. who you want to improve on. It doesn't have to be always this concise, like you don't need to know what to write. You need to come there and talk to yourself or imagine you're talking to someone, but it will lead you to places which you never knew about yourself in that sense so interesting interesting yeah i think i'll definitely definitely think about that have you ever considered before doing it yeah yeah i have thought about it 
I've thought about it. You know what, what held, held me away from it was like, you know, the diaries and sort of it was a girly thing sometime. And then I was realizing <laughs> self-development, it was a, it's sort of a childish idea. Like you want to know about yourself to that point where you can control yourself. Like I'm really interested now in all the actions you choose. Do you think you're in self-control? Most of the time. Sometimes you yeah. get swayed or influenced by other external. Yeah, yeah, other other, so, other people. So it's that it's that being available to yourself and understanding that I've experienced these underlying factors and now I can work with that and fix that. So I'm saving time, but I'm focusing on what's important. And then again, that could rely back to your work, that could relate back to uni, your future, your relationships with people. And that just keeps cascading. And, and that's basically what I do. I, I talk about what's my problems, what did I do well? I, the one thing I do is I'm always writing down what I'm grateful for. And, and that's the thing which wow. I a lot of people should do i don't know do you do it do you consider i don't but that's a really really interesting interesting thing actually because you felt that to you um do you know what I've, I've 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 changed so much in two in two three years right now and from where i was in uni and the person i left and the person i'm now i'm not that same person anymore not the way i think really operate really yeah. I'm not saying I was immediately grateful for after I left and, and I started to do everything as soon as I left. Or uh, That process took me a while. It took me a lot of books to read. It, a lot of information, a lot of digging, a lot of digging into myself, a lot of building plans, building structure, building schedules, focusing in, and failing, a lot of failing. You know, I'm, I remember saying, I want to be trading. I want to get to this result, this result everything doesn't happen the way you plan for it it might take longer you have to acknowledge the fact it could take six years it could take 10 years but that sacrifice will lead you to have the best life later on so my priority was making sure i do everything now for for later on to do whatever i want to do but making sure i teach myself so if you're saying being grateful for something yes i think acknowledging like the simple thing like you look outside the window i'm so grateful for every day for the weather for like the air for for just something as little as like seeing a little bird like it literally means nothing like the paper on the table the table you have the computer screen and you know the family the absolutely family. absolutely List absolutely as much as you want if you start absolutely you'll see your positivity right that's basically the effect of it and you have a negative impact on you you look at the other thing, you look at the small thing and it just dials that thing back down. It has no room. So, so that's the process of it. So if I'd, Absolutely. I'd, say, I'd say get into it and it suits, it suits everyone's character, particularly yourself. I thought you might have been doing that, but, but you're, you're generally a humble guy yourself anyway. So. Thank you. Mm. No, I, I, de I definitely, that's a really, really interesting, interesting um, venture. Actually, I think I'm going to consider that because during lockdown, especially, I've become way more aware of, you know, how, how I've taken things for granted in life. And I think lockdown for me was incredibly humbling. You know, I think I think if I'm being honest with you, Thomas, I think I, I'd go as far as to say 2000 and this year was the best year of my life. Definitely. I'd say it was the best year of my life because I learned a lot about myself that I needed. The, I needed that time. I needed those restrictions mm -hmm. i needed that time and that space to sit at home away from everyone 
and just think about me and just think about what am I doing? What are my goals in life? What am I, what do I want to achieve? How do I achieve that? Am I doing the right thing now? You know, and I had to make, a, and, and lockdown gave me those, gave me the opportunity to make those choices, yeah. gave me the time to make those choices. But did you yeah. act on them? Absolutely. That's, Absolutely. That's, that's the most important part we can take from that. Is, is Absolutely. Like, and there's things that I wouldn't go, I wouldn't ever go back on. I would never, I, you know, like, for example, now I wake up at 7.40. I don't think that's enough time. I don't think I have enough time in a day. Do you know what I mean? I wake up at 7.40 and I'm thinking, should I wake up at 6? Because I need that extra time to do what I need to do to accomplish my goals. Say that again. How much do you sleep? I, I, I try and get eight to nine hours, a di- hours of sleep. Let me tell you a funny fact. Uh, Matthew McConaughey, uh, an actor, if you probably know. Um, so he sleeps nine to ten hours a day. Like I'm yeah. Crazy hours. And you got this thing <laughs> where everyone said, if you sleep eight hours a day, you're, li- you're sleeping for one third of your life. But then again, if you get sleep deprived, you have underlying health issues and then you might. That's it. That's it. So it makes no sense for me. So, but let's say the way, the way you should operate in a sense, find the time where you wake up and use that as the most productive period. Because the more time you have doesn't mean you'll be more effective. Trust yeah, me. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, yeah. I completely agree. I completely agree. So yeah, I think yeah. consider that. I mean, you're waking up quite a good time. Um, I I wake up. I tried. There was recently because I've come back. I'm I'm quarantining. I'm not working. I'm not nothing. Oh okay. Cool. I wake up at seven thirty and then I go sort myself out. Maybe seven. Um, before when I left for Lithuania, before leaving to Lithuania, I was doing consistently like six seven o'clock working out and then doing everything else I needed to do before wow. and after wow. one sort of managing everything um but now it's like like you got 24 hours like every single person in this world how do you use that 24 hours what's the most effective period of that day where you're you know you're excited you're buzzing for that day how do you manage where's your family time because that's a really important factor you know and quarantine i mean the whole covid should have taught you that lesson where your your family is a very important reliant asset for the rest of your future if you're yeah, working absolutely if you're not giving them time, why should they give your time, you know? And it's it's being less uh, obnoxious about me, 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 me. It's about others as well. So it's it's a lot of interesting stuff. But I'm, I'm going to chill away because I'm talking a lot and I don't want to, I want to hear more about you. Uh, you got, you got. Really interesting. <laughs> I'll keep really mentioning. Really interesting. <laughs> you got, I love it, man. I love it. I love it. <laughs> you got a music talent. I don't know if anyone knows, but you DJ, I think. Yeah, I've I've dabbled in it. I've dabbled in it. Definitely during the summer. Yeah. Definitely during the summer. Um, I, I played around on the decks. Gave me time to to mess around with that side of things. Um been from there? I've definitely slowed down on it. Slow down on it, man. Like I just don't uni, freelance building, it doesn't really time with my brand. You know, I enjoy it, don't get me wrong. I do enjoy it, but like it's not the most I do it when I want, you know, and it doesn't really align with what I'm currently doing. And at I, stage of my life. Can we, at the end of this conversation, I don't know if you guys will see it or hear it, but I want to help you develop a schedule maybe, or sort of let's see if we can build up on something and make sure that you have more integration so that you're being more productive. But we'll do that afterwards. Um, have you set a time for when you want to achieve something, like specifically a year or... 
No, no. And I don't know whether I will. The only, the only thing I will, the only thing I have thought about is, is when I'm going to have like a child. <laughs> I don't, I, that's the only, that's the only thing I've actually set a, set a, a goal. I don't want to have a child after like 30, okay, that makes you know, after 30, because I want to be, I want to be young enough. I want to be agile enough to actually deal with the child and enjoy my, you know, the bringing up my child. Apart from that, I've, I've set nothing because for me, I think everything just happens when it needs to happen. You know, like, for example, this year has been, as I said, one of the best years of my life, probably the best year of my life. Like I, um, I had the opportunity to be part of Pangaea's new, new uh, change makers campaign. Um, and that was, at, that was completely spontaneous. Mm-hmm. That was completely spontaneous, but it was exactly what I needed before lockdown before coronavirus started to sweep in and, and, and you know, gobble up society. Yeah. Um, and then I, I had other opportunities working with the uh, Bumblebee Conservation Trust this year and Yoke, the Polish um, beauty beauty brand. Just amazing opportunities. You know, the opportunity here you're, you're providing, you know, giving me the, the, the platform to speak and, and have a conversation with you. Like, it's these sort of things. Yeah. which are so spontaneous do you know what i mean but they really add to what i want to do and they really add to my end goal you know what i mean to your your self-understanding because you know you're spreading that word you you bring attention to yourself you're actually telling your brand who you are because now people who follow you on instagram they not only know what you design but they know how you think so I think that's an important part for yourself, you know, as well. So, but like these conversations are just interesting because for me, I haven't talked in two years. I can't wait to move into conversation with people I don't know because I really want to. Yeah. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. I think I'm ready. I think it's fine. But yeah, I'm I'm really happy to see that this year was productive for you as well as it's been good because a lot of people are just stuck on the negative, you know nah this is bad but that's where the problem is if they don't want to move away from the bad that that is, is sort of a it's a cycle which people fall into and it's really difficult to get out especially when you're surrounded by the wrong people so that's where that initial idea comes from um have you watched the social dilemma about um what, what is it about about social media and um was on I have yes, yes, I have, I have, I have. I did, I did watch it. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen it. I, I love it. I, I think it was a great documentary, but I'm gonna confess to you that I haven't really changed my ways social media wise. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I watch it, you know, for the afterwards. I'll be like, oh yeah, I'll look at my phone funny and be like, uh, maybe I should put you down a bit more, but. You know, I, I haven't, I haven't. I'm gonna hold my hands up and say I haven't. I uh, used um, to realize, um, oh, there's this funny things like I've turned off basically, like I've left only notifications on for the things that are really important. You know, the managing the podcast now, and and I still I've, I've unfollowed everything based on memes, and I'm following uh, basically yeah, one entertainment. You know, you yeah. got something like that a bit if you want to waste your time. But if you've ever realized, leave your phone there. I get like a notification from eBay and I was like selling stuff on eBay and the money during summer uh, with my mom's stuff. And then yeah. you can just get, it It brings, it, it rings and then you pick up and it's like, oh, 50% deal. Like all it's doing is trying to get your attention. And it's so weird because 
the one thing I will say, and it's the only characteristic that everyone should pick up on that. If you're psychologically not self-aware and strong independently, and you know what you want to do at that specific moment without being drawn into something, that's going to manipulate you. So you have to first work on yourself. I mean, whether that's cool, work, work, working with books, research and studying, I think that's a worth thing. That's something worth to do because you're going to waste so much time on that phone. And they're basically manipulating you, which is the terrible part. Because imagine they say they subcon they know what your psychological state is better than you. What does that Absolutely. mean? Absolutely. How, how, how Absolutely. How can a computer know that? And I'm seeing you're letting a computer rule your life because it's making you make actions that you're not realizing. So it's very important. That whole thing was very important to listen to. And, and for people who haven't watched it, please go watch it because it's something very educational and everyone should be more self-aware psychologically. Um, but I'm glad you watched it. Maybe try to tone down it some was, notifications. <laughs> it, was, it was incredible. And I think definitely, you know, touching on unfollowing meme pages and, and very unresourceful um, uh, pages on Instagram, that's definitely been something I've been doing. I've been cutting down on, on meme pages, useless information, toxic information, yeah. um, which is subconsciously changing the way I think and changing me as a person. And I want to delve more into um, supporting local businesses, supporting my friends yeah. um, and, and sort of like well-being, you know, my well-being, you know, so following, you know, fitness accounts, you know, and, and, and sort of those sort of things, you know, to sort of like motivate me and, and give me that, that sort of like, you know, that boost yeah. instead of, you know, looking at a toxic meme, which is going to make you think about yeah. yourself or someone else in a different light, you know, it, it's manipulative, man. Instagram does have a lot of influence and just in general social media has, but have you ever considered like unfollowing everyone to the stage of the only people you care about or you're sort of supporting is that an idea you ever considered? Yeah, yeah, it, it is. It is. It def definitely. Um, it's definitely something I, I want to do, but I think right now I'm at the stage where I want to be inspired by people, and I think in order for me to do that, I need to follow. You know, if I see someone's work I like and I love what they're doing, I'll follow them, even if I don't know them. You know. I want to I want to follow them and see where they go and see whether their work influences my work or inspires me in a certain way. Um, but I think eventually it will get to the point where I will be done with that. You know, I will. I will, you know, only follow the people that I care about and the people that, you know, what I mean, yeah. that sort of thing. Um, but yeah, definitely. What about you? Uh, me? The way I filtered my, I, I want to do everything exactly the way you said, but what I did instead was I disconnected for a few years. I unfollowed everyone who has, I have no interest in, nor will we meet, or, or nor do we bring value to each other. And now starting again with the people I have and finding new people, building valuable relationships. Okay, yeah, sure. sure. Building, building that sort of audience that I enjoy being around that person. He's bringing positive like emotions to me and and there's no there's no negativity because first of all you know there's just a lot of rubbish out there and, and it's that diluting that information to only the positive is quite difficult absolutely uh, you know it's hard to drop a lot of people and it's hard to like sort of like 
just like wash them over in a sense like you knew them one you actually were with them someday but then you have to solely rely on who do you want to be you want to make a change you want to stand out in a sense become someone better you know and those people are just dragging you down because you're seeing that instagram sort of personification of them and you're admiring them for the wrong things and and you're changing your identity for them so it's very complicated but in a sense it's very simple leave the people who you want to keep following in life make sure you leave your friends family and everyone else you know just drop them there's just those specific people that are just unnecessary it's not meaning follow the people you're very interested in and generally if it's everyone that's fine that's up to you but make sure that they don't have any impact on you and that's that's another question for me which leads uh, it's going to be the last question before the five main questions but it's interesting you want to be average or do you want to be successful and how do you define being average i think i think Oh, um, I think I want to be successful. I think everyone wants to be successful. I think being average is just following. Wait, you can start one second. Repeat being that. a sheep is following. One second. Being average is is. Be... There we go. There we go. Back. We're back. We're back. Yeah. Cool. 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 Being being average is is following society's expectations of you you know being average is is you know getting a nine to five job yeah. working unhappily you know not having enough time to do what you enjoy you know that that's 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 uh, that's being average i think if you want to be someone be someone else i think you need to you know, set aside society's expectations of you as a person and you need to excel. You need to do what makes you happy. You know, you need to do what makes you happy and whatever makes you happy will naturally allow you to reach new heights. I think that's, you know. Would you, would you think that the previous, say our parents' generation, do you think, because I'm, I'm coming to this point of understanding they didn't have that ability. I don't think they had that choice. So them doing, I think that's why we're so encompassed in that, you know, finding that purpose because previously we didn't, I don't think that choice was available. I think it was about surviving and doing whatever was necessary at the best standard and whether you got, you got, but you made sure your family was there. Um, so it's interesting. And okay, judging, do you think it's appropriate to judge a person? Cause it's, it's always gets my, my nerves. Do you think it's appropriate to judge? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I, I, I think ju judge a person as in, as in look at someone and, and sort of like do what? I'm saying setting standards for some people you want to meet, you know, the standards for life. Do you think that's, that's, I feel like that's appropriate, no? Having standards for who you want to be around the type yeah. of... Yeah, yeah, I'd say that's appropriate. I'd say that's appropriate. I'm not saying... Go on then, no, go on. Yeah, I think different people are at different stages in life. And I think different people are at, at stages in life which may align well with your stage in life. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And maybe someone isn't... So, for example, like if someone's sitting at home smoking weed all day, yeah. just not doing anything, I'm not going to say... I'm not going to say... I'm not going to judge that person and write them off. Yeah. I'm going to look at that person 
and I'm going to just say that that person's at a stage in life where they haven't, you know, maybe they are, maybe they're happy with what they're doing. Maybe they're financially um, stable enough and, the, and, their, and their goals in life are, are to do that. Maybe that's what makes them happy and maybe that's what they want to do. That doesn't particularly align with what I want to do. That doesn't mean that I'm going to belittle that person. That doesn't mean that I'm going to look at that person in a, in a unsuccessful manner. Because maybe they are successful to themselves. Maybe that's what they wanted to do. You know, they are successful in that regard. But their, their, their goals don't align with mine. Yeah. Their lifestyle goals don't align with mine. Therefore, I might not particularly uh, regard them as a valuable asset to um, uh, ex evolving me. Yeah. Do you, do you see what I'm trying to say? Okay, okay. That's, that's basically the answer I was looking for. And you, you put it yeah. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I'd say. Yeah. That's a good answer because... Yeah, I, yeah. It's like, hard to word that one. It's hard to word. If you have... It's like, you know, meeting random people, you know. It's not saying you're not giving them a chance by the way they look or the way they dress. It's it's listening them out and then deciding whether you want to continue building on that. That's it. That's, that's it. Absolutely. You don't have to be friends with everyone. You don't have to get along with everyone. And yes, you can have those standards because they do basically put you in society where you want to be in a sense, you know? So without that, you know, those people who are wasting their time or that's their type of success, you know, they need to understand that every single set standard, you know, you have to improve to get there and it sort of, sort of works the way up. And it's not to belittle them. I hope a lot, of, like a lot of people, change their mindset from you know, you know, mocking them and just understanding that they're they're fine with their, where they are. Just focus on you, and just that's it. That's it. I couldn't agree more with that. I couldn't agree more with that. Yeah, that's exactly my view. And so, so now moving into the five questions that we got left, I've answered okay. one already. But how how do you right. stay okay? How do I stay positive? How do I stay positive? um again i think just enjoy what you're doing you know be find find what you want to do in life and or what makes you happy in in your in at your stage in life you know if if smoking weed sitting at home makes you happy then it surely will make you positive you know you need to be happy you need to be happy with your with what you're doing you know I think, yeah, I think maybe in order to find happiness, you need to make sacrifices and work a nine to five to make enough money to do certain things. Maybe that's what you have to do. But I think there needs to be, you need to find that balance. You need to find that balance of sacrifice and you need, you know, you need to find that balance of happiness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's how you stay positive. Definitely. Definitely. Do you think there should be billionaires? Do I think there should be billionaires? <laughs> Um. Yeah, I don't know what I'm gonna throw back to you. What do you think? Do you think there should be? What do you think? I don't see them doing particularly any harm. Besides, yes, building that capital, but in a sense, you've got they're refiltering that money very wisely. Like you mean, you've got Bill Gates Fund, which is basically. He's given like a couple million to his children, and the rest is going to donation to charity. Yeah, like I respect and, that. And, and I respect that idea that 
without these people, we wouldn't have those developments being made. And there's so many things like, I don't think we're quite self-observant for what they actually do. I think social media actually quite puts everything into one little segment of what they actually do. Like, I think they encompass so many things that people actually forget that they're actually in long-term wishing us the best, you know, for society building something, but it's really hard to acknowledge when for the forefront of everything is all we hear that Forbes magazine is publishing how much money they they are worth or how much they made. Um, and it's Absolutely. that you know, some, some, okay, some millionaires and some billionaires, they might not be ethically like good people and and like yes let's try to filter them out but we can't you know they they made that for themselves we need more people actually to be like billionaires but also very self-observant about the world and i think we'd get to a very good place in life um but that's gonna take time absolutely 100 uh, elon musk is doing a good job i'm enjoying seeing what he's doing you know with the the, the life outside of space you know that's gonna build a lot of space for people to spread um, I mean, Jeff Bezos ain't doing anything bad. I'm not. I don't know every single billionaire. And that's not my research, you know. Um, but we can all improve in a sense, and I don't think we should have that cap. But we'll see. You know, it's interesting if Jeff Bezos, Jeff Bezos is going to start making more than governments and like England, let's say, like as a whole. Yeah. That's quite interesting. What 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 can you do with that? You know, that is yeah, so, definitely. I'm gonna definitely. so two interesting answer. No problem. I'm trying my best. <laughs> what would you say two years ago if you knew where you were now? What would I say two years ago if I knew where I was now? To yourself. Sorry. Um I'd say I'd say don't I'd say expect the unexpected. Mm-hmm. I'd say expect the unexpected. For me, I don't really set goals. I've said that earlier on. I don't really set goals, but I will walk to. I will work towards them. I will make sure that they happen, but they will happen in their own time. So I'm not going to say in in 2030 I'm going to have my own company. I'm not going to say that, but I am going to say I will have my own company, and I will make sure that happens. Whether that happens in 2030 or 2040, I will make sure that happens. You know. Um, so what I'd say to my younger self is, um, don't set don't set expectations. You know, expect the unexpected. Set goals, not expectations. That's what I'd say. Okay, Definitely. so knowing you haven't read a book in a while, what book would you want yeah. to read and why? Oh, what book would I want to read? Um. Probably um, E.O. Wilson's Biophilia Hypothesis. It's a book about, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a book about um, humans' biological, um, biological dependence on nature. That's actually about, about why we actually need nature, Mm. about our, like, why our primitive selves why we relied so heavily on nature and why today we we do but we don't think about it Hmm. you know if nature if all green spaces were to be completely wiped out and all we had were concrete urbanized um 
living spaces, how would we be? You know, would that biological um, dependence kick in? Would we be like, okay, I need, I need a tree, I need grass, I need, you know, birds or whatever? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think that's a really interesting book. I wanna, I wanna look into, so um, maybe, and I will eventually read that. Referring to the last point, I'm not going to set a uh, set a <laughs> set a date to that one, but I will make sure I do read that okay. for sure. Ah, uh, see, if it was me, I'd tell you buy the book today, and you'd have to have to have read it already because if yeah, <laughs> much value. Then I'm saying you need to get it done now because it will lead you onto something more important as we go. But I'm not going to force you into that. Um, current inspiration, and that'll be the last question. Current inspiration. I'm, you know, I'm. I've got quite a few inspirations. You know, I think I, I surround myself with inspirations. I look up to people. I like, I, you know, I don't really like the term, um, you know, like bumlick or, um, you know, that, that sort of like, that like, do you know what I mean? When you, when you, when you look so highly of someone, you know, a friend and you, and if you say, oh, they're my inspiration, You glitched out, but one second, you're gonna to have to repeat that again. No, I'm inspired by it, by them. People. You glitched, you glitched. One second, one second. Let's, we have to get you. Cool, cool, cool. There we go. Cool, cool, cool. Say that again, say that again. Yeah, okay, okay. So if you, okay, so say your friend is doing something good, right? And you say, oh, I'm inspired by your work. You're an inspiration. I love your work. Yeah. Other people will chat and say, you're a bomblick. I don't agree with that. I think if anything, it's the most in, important thing you can do. I think one of the most important things to do is, is look at your friends and peers, family, and say, I love what you're doing, keep it up. You know, you inspire me because it helps you and it helps them. So I'm not afraid to say I'm inspired by you because you know, you've created a platform for people like myself to speak and just have a, an amazing conversation about life and really talk philosophically about about you know everything you know i'm inspired by that because it's something it takes a certain person to do that it takes a certain person to create a brand without thinking about you know the monetary monetary uh you know value of of, of doing this and and just and and just create something so organic create something so just human do you know what i mean you know we can have a conversation face to face yeah. and just talk about these amazing topics without so i'm inspired by you i'm inspired by you know steve owen steve owen um the crocodile hunter uh david attenborough and a number of other people amazing people i just surround i like to surround myself in people who build me you know i think that's what we all have to do and um yeah Definitely. Some of the people who mention you say public are just not the type of people you should be around, maybe. Like, maybe they just need to, like, gap to maturity, maybe. It might be banter as well, but, you know, to all those guys who... Yeah, say, no, 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 it's not It's not really... No, no, I'm not saying that I get called a public or anything, but, you know, in school when people would say public, this, public, that, public, it's like, it's not allowing you to have inspirations. Yeah. It's not allowing you to look at someone and say, I love what you're doing it doesn't give you that room you know it sort of like confines you to a space where you have to grow by yourself 
you think in other yeah. perspectives i feel like parents have an impact on that because you're saying you look up to someone and they're just like okay it's like it they don't it's obviously so hard because imagine you put yourself into into a parent's shoe and you trying to imagine your child saying something and you're like he's just starting to grow develop and and you're trying to take it serious but it's so hard because a lot of things that you say are just like maybe random and sort of yeah yeah so it's like i don't you know they might have an effect as a child as well for you to say less to them about who you inspire to and maybe keep it to yourself maybe more i'd feel like that could be a an option but i don't sure. think, like sure. care what other people think in the end you know it's, it's focusing on everyone who you love you care about and yourself as a priority in the future ahead. 100 um, yeah, i, I appreciate more. you for coming on thank you thank you so much thank was, you so much i really appreciate it this conversation was a conversation i really wanted for a while um really wanted to know where you're taking your work to the next level was what's going to happen and yeah we'll definitely keep in touch and maybe after a year we'll come back and do another one we, we don't know but yeah definitely nice definitely and if you got to hear click subscribe like comment share all of that much love all right. Bye. 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 Bye.